Hello, welcome to Women and Faith. My name is Stephanie Schwartz, and I'm the host of Women and Faith, a podcast to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. So we're continuing to look at our options in education series, and we're discussing the ways we school our children. We're doing this in four episodes. We looked at public school. We're going to look at private school, homeschool, and hybrid school. And in each episode, we're hoping to honestly assess both the advantages and disadvantages of the schooling option. So I have here with me today my friend Jennifer Wachorek, and she's going to talk to us about private school. So Jen, before we begin, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. So my name's Jen. My husband's name is Jason. We've been married for 10 years, and I have a stepson named Ryan who's 13. I have a daughter who is eight, a son who is five, and a son who is three. And here at church, I serve in our Navigating Motherhood ministry, which is for moms of young kids. And you're doing a great job with that. So thank you so much for serving us. Absolutely. It's a privilege. So you have a full house then, all the way from 3 to 13. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that must be a lot of fun. (laughs) Well, before we begin, it's important to note, as we've been noting, that we're not here to promote any schooling method. Instead, we really want to provide you, our friends, our listeners, with honest feedback about the options that are out there. We know that there are many methods of education. As we think about this concept, we have to distinguish between the term mandate and method. Mandates are things that we have to do, that we're required to do. Like, we have to feed our kids, or we have to educate our kids. But methods are the way that we choose to do what we must do. For example, we might breastfeed an infant, or we might bottle feed an infant. And those are methods, but they're fulfilling the mandate to feed our children. And it's the same with our schooling options. We need to educate our kids and we can use either public school or private school or homeschool or hybrid school. These methods are optional. And we do need to choose a method. We have to choose a method to fulfill the mandate that we're called to. So we're using these four episodes to help us gather information and make the best choice for our families, ourselves, and our unique circumstances. So Jen, why do you advocate for or recommend private school? So my Kids are at two different private schools. My oldest is at one. Mm. That's a pretty large private school. And my younger three are at a very small private school. Okay. And each one is very different than the other one. In practical reasons, I like that the classroom sizes are small. I really like that because one of them is a very small school. They're able to make their decisions independently. They don't have to answer to a lot of government or like really large school boards, things Mm -hmm. like that. That's nice. The community is great in a small private school. My kids are known by their teachers. They're known by other parents. They're Mm -hmm. known by staff. Parents are welcome at Friday chapel assemblies every week. Our kids are paired with prayer partners, either in upper grades or lower grades. And 
events are tailored around fellowship with other families. So every year there's a daddy-daughter dance, there's mother-son bowling, there's barbecues throughout the year. They invite all the families out for sporting events. Hmm. Of course, the biggest thing is that I value the Bible-based curriculum and the fact that biblical principles are reinforced across Mm -hmm. all subjects. So it really reinforces what we're teaching them at home and a biblical worldview in their classroom. Oh, that is great. That's super encouraging. So how long have you been involved with private schools? So my stepson, Ryan's 13. He's in eighth grade and he started in kindergarten. Yeah. So this is not new to your family. No, we've been, we've been uh, in private school the whole, the whole time throughout our kids' education, although that wasn't necessarily our plan. With our younger ones, our younger three, we had thought that we were probably going to put them in public school and COVID changed a lot. Mm. We definitely thought through things in a different way because of that and yeah, made a different decision. Well, I think, you know, when some people think of private school, I think they think of giant tuitions. Mm -hmm. How do you manage that financially with tuition and private school? And is that rough or are you guys just swimming in money or? (laughs) Absolutely not. Uh, My husband and I both work. Okay. We make sacrifices Mm -hmm. all over the place so that we can send our kids to private school. During the summer, we camp. We don't go on like elaborate vacations. We have a big deep freeze in our in our garage and mm. we buy what's on sale at the store and we yeah. freeze it and that's how we save on our grocery bill. Right. But, you know, every we're really pinching pennies all over the place to be able to make it happen and we do have support from some family members that chip in a, l- a little bit oh, and that's nice. also from the school. Mm. Oh, that's great. And do the kids like it there? Yeah, they okay. do. They mm. they really like being a part of the community. Mm-hmm. I think they my daughter knows everybody at the school. Oh, she's cute. she's not or almost nine, and she knows the kindergartners and the sixth graders. And I love that. Like it's you know a hundred kids or so. Yeah, she knows oh, everybody. Wow. wow, and everybody knows her. Mm, All the parents are always making. You know, they know they know what's going on. Does it feel like a supportive community? Then that's what it sounds like. Yeah, definitely. Definitely feels like a supportive community and just somewhere where she has a lot of mentors. I, sh- I say she because she's my oldest. Yeah. I have now a kindergartner and a preschooler. So oh, wow. I'm kind of, they're starting their yeah. uh, education careers. And what grade is she in? She's in third grade. Okay. Wow, that's exciting. And do you feel like they're getting a good education there? Definitely. Okay. I definitely feel like they're getting a good ed- education. Their curriculum is great. They, compete in different things like a they go through a speech meet which is something where they memorize scripture or poems and they go and compete with other schools. Wow. They have spelling bees and wow. lots of academic competition where they kind of go against other schools so I see where they are. Yeah. Yes. Wow, that's great. And your 13-year-old, he still likes the private school? Yeah, he's had his friends since kindergarten, and his situation is unique. I mentioned that he's my stepson. So um, with him, you know, essentially living in two houses, Mm -hmm. starting in kindergarten somewhere and continuing on through eighth grade, and our intention is to keep him there through high school, has been a really stable place for him. And Mm -hmm. I think that that's been really important for him, you know, considering that he's got some challenges in terms of being moved around. Yeah. Yeah. That's wise. That's really wise, I think, to keep that stability. I'm sure that's super encouraging to him. Mm-hmm. Do you find there are any drawbacks to private school? Any cautions or, you know, reservations that you might express to our friends or listeners? 
Yeah, definitely. I think there's lots of things to think through. The main thing that I would say is that the number one place that values and worldview is taught is in your home. So you can't send your kids to private school and expect that everything that they're going to learn is going to happen there. Totally. God has to be top priority at home, and they should be plugged into a Bible-based church. So Mm -hmm. they should be in small groups. And then another drawback would be that being in such a small social setting, Mm -hmm. it can create problems of its own. There's 20 kids about in a classroom, and they move up together. Oh, yeah. So, you know, it's a a limited amount of kids to be making friends with and finding social groups. So one thing we've done to get them around other kids is— being in sports, having solid friends at church. Mm. So those things can kind of alleviate, you know, if they don't feel like they have their place at school necessarily with the kids that are there. Yeah. And then the other thing is you just have to keep in mind that in our culture now, there's so many things going on at the public school mm-hmm. that people are choosing private Christian schools for all kinds of reasons. Right. And so not every family is going to be a Christian family. Right. And it's a great place to build bridges and to share the gospel with other families, but you have to be really aware of that going in and not naive thinking that every family is sharing the same worldview that you have. Yeah, well, that's super wise. So concerning private school, it sounds like with your son, your Mm 13-year-old, it worked well because of his living situation. Mm -hmm. And with the younger ones, Mm -hmm. what really was the factor? You mentioned COVID. Mm -hmm. What really pushed you guys to take that step into private school for all of them? I think the main thing was seeing, like I said, my daughter was going into kindergarten Mm -hmm. as COVID sort of started to unravel. And fortunately, she was at preschool there. Our school goes from preschool all the way to 12th grade. That's great. So she was at preschool there. And seeing the difference between the decisions that were being made in public school and the decisions that were being made there Mm -hmm. made a huge difference to us. Yeah, And then I really do feel that God laid it out for us. There were lots of things that were doors that were opening and things that were happening that were saying like, okay, this is probably the the way that we should go. Mm. But, you know, just checking it, like my husband and I having conversations about it, praying about it, getting feedback from godly friends, you know, whether they've had experience with that school or whether they've had the experiences across the board. How do you assess whether this is the best place for them. You've probably questioned, would they be better in public school Mm -hmm. or would they be better if we kept them home Mm -hmm. or in a hybrid situation? Mm -hmm. So what are some of the things that you look at or you use to determine whether this is the best fit for them? I mean, we're definitely talking to them. We're talking to their teachers, looking at their progress Mm -hmm. year over year, praying about it. We definitely have to look at our budget, yes. you know, every yeah. year and yeah. make sure that it's that Absolutely. it's reasonable and it's yeah. not that we're just like funneling money that we don't have <laughs> into right. school. Right now it seems like it's the the best option, especially with both of us working and not being able necessarily to homeschool. It's a it's a good place for them. Yeah, that's great. It must be really nice having them in a Christian school mm-hmm. because you probably don't have that conflict of worldviews Mm -hmm. like you would in a public school. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like that's pretty consistent where you've got people that are on the same page with your Christian worldview there on staff and in the curriculum and in what they teach? Absolutely. There's been things that have come up because the culture is changing so quickly and things that were appropriate 10 Mm -hmm. years ago. Yeah there's agenda and mm-hmm. things being inserted into them. Like the biggest thing that I can think of off the top of my head is our book fair. 
uh, in years past, we've done it with a certain company, yeah. and that company is promoting all of the wow. ABC agenda that wow. isn't appropriate for yeah. a Christian school for wow. our kids. And a few of us brought it att- to the attention of the principal, and mm-hmm. he pulled it right away. Wow. It was supposed to be happening like that week, and he was like, no way. Wow. So definitely listening. And, yes. you know, there's there's so many things that if you're not informed about it can just kind of creep in. Yeah. So it's good that, you know, there's a community of parents that are looking at things the same way that we are. And that there's people that'll listen yeah, when those things come up. Yeah, that is fantastic. So do you feel like if God was prompting you to make a change in the future, you would be open to that? And if so, how does that look with you and your husband having discussions and making that kind of a decision? How do you work together as a team regarding the school choice for your kids? Yeah. I mean, it's like I said, for us, we're looking at it every year. Mm -hmm. And we both have different educational backgrounds. I went to public school my whole early education career. Yeah. Um, And he was kind of a mix between public and private school. So he totally has a different perspective than I do. Mm -hmm. So I think the biggest thing that I would say to moms making those decisions is that even though we're the ones a lot of times that are with the kids all the time and we feel like we are the ones that know, yes, we need to listen mm. to, to our husband's input because a lot of times they have a different perspective. They're seeing things a different way and they have a lot of valuable information to add to the conversation. And ultimately, we have to make that decision together, but ultimately we as women need to yield to our husband's decision. Yeah. Oh, that's so wise, Jen. I think so often we feel like, our decision is right, and mm-hmm. we just have to keep working to get them in line with our right decision mm-hmm. because they're wrong or they're clueless or they're out of touch or they don't know the kids the way that we know mm-hmm. the kids. And so we feel like we have to keep trying to convince them mm-hmm. that this is the better choice. So I really appreciate that. What would you say to a listener that maybe felt strongly about a, a school option right now, but her husband's not on the same page? How would you encourage encourage her? I would say have all the information. Give your husband your best pitch. Ask him to think about it. Yeah. And then trust God with the answer that he gives you. Mm, Because at the end of the day, God is sovereign over that decision. Mm. And when you're trusting your husband, you're trusting God. Amen. Well, what final bit of advice would you give to our ladies when it comes to choosing the school that they need to put their kids in? Yeah. So I would just say that in our world, in our culture, we can't shelter our children forever. It doesn't matter if they're being homeschooled, if they're in a private school, or if they're in a public school. They're going to be exposed to things. And so we need to make sure that we're aware of what they're learning in school, what they're learning from their peers, and what they're seeing in media. Mm -hmm. And we need to be ready to answer their questions with truth and clarity, to be honest with them, and to make sure that we're reinforcing all of the things that we want them to know. And that needs to start in our home So the best way to do that is to be honest, to answer their questions with the truth of the Bible, regardless of what the world says, and to get in front of things. We are supposed to be the primary discipler of our children. And so we can't rely on the educational system to do that. We can't rely on other kids to do that. We can't rely on the church to do that. 
We need to do that. So wise. And I could see how that would be a temptation with private school, mm-hmm. as you've pointed out, because you're sending them to a school that's coming from a Christian worldview. Mm-hmm. And so they are going to be learning things about the Bible and, like you mentioned, chapel time or whatever, but to realize that we still need to be responsible to bring that home no matter what mm-hmm. schooling option we're using. Mm-hmm. So I think that's super wise. Thank you so much, Jen. I really really appreciate hearing from you. I love the wisdom that you bring to this discussion. We definitely hope that this discussion about the advantages and disadvantages of private school has been helpful as you prepare to choose the method that you're going to employ when called to educate your kids. Thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe. You can always email me at WF for Women in Faith at compasschurch.org with any questions or suggestions that you have. And I look forward to meeting with you next time.